Good morning. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Sane. I'm your host, Nicole. Today, I want to talk about using humor as a defense. You know, I have a friend and uh, she will remain nameless, even though she does listen to this podcast, that is guilty of using humor as a defense um, because it's easier for her than to admit her worth, to admit all the things that are good about her. And I know she's not alone in this world. We all at times um, struggle with humility being used in the wrong way to our detriment. And I, you know, want to be a source of encouragement. I want to be a source of um, help. And um, But I also want to call a spade a spade. And um, I want to do it in a kind way. And so when I think about those of us who use humor, self-deprecating humor um, as a defense, and then we turn it around and go, no, it's just being honest. And I'm as guilty of it as the next person. We are diminishing our value and our worth. And it's kind of like when you are going to sell your car or sell your house And then you point out all the flaws with it. And then you wonder why you didn't get asking price. I mean, really, are we that clueless? You just said that's not a perfect diamond. It has a crack and uh, it's got some cloudiness and it's not quite a carrot and, you know, all the things. Okay, well, then no, you're not going to get perfect diamond price when you've given a flawed diamond for sale or when you are selling your house and you go, but the floors creak and the roof leaks and, you know, the water needs work and the water pressure's low and for whatever reason, you can hear the wind howl through all the windows and you think you're being funny because it's an old house, but then you're not getting what you're asking for because people are like, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. I'm going to have to put a lot of money into this. Well, that's kind of what people feel like when they deal with people like us who use humor as a defense. Like, I'm go- it's going to be a lot of work to be their friend. It's going to be a lot of work to be their spouse or their child or whatever. And then we, then we wonder why are we not treated better or why we don't have friends, or why people don't want to be around us, because it's a lot of work. We are exhausting. And then I think, okay, I'm we. You're we. All of us at times are we. And we need to do better, because we deserve it. By we, I'm still me. I'm we. You're we. They're we. We're all we. We all deserve it. And when you use humor as a defense, you know I'm talking to you, girl. When you use humor, humor as a defense, you are belittling the significance of the situation where people don't take you seriously. But then you're carrying it around like baggage for life. No, no. Mm -mm. Because you just sent a total wrong message out. So now people are treating the situation the way you told them to. Because what signals you send out, that's a recipe. And people are following that recipe. But then you're like, well, there was this 
there was these other things underneath that are just a given, you know, kind of like when somebody does a recipe and they say a pinch or a dash, what the heck is a pinch or a dash? Are you needing a quarter teaspoon or an eighth a teaspoon? Just say, because your pinch and my pinch is different. Because I tell you, when I pinch on my tummy, my pinch of fat is different than my sister's pinch of fat, I can assure you, because she ain't got none. So our pinches are different. Our dashes are different. Give it some real value. And so, yeah, if you are somebody who feels like maybe you need to do a little bit of work on yourself. First of all, all your work doesn't have to be weighted, meaning it doesn't have to be about your weight um, because you can be happy with who you are at the size you are. But the other thing is, if you feel like you need to do better and be better, then do better and be better. But don't excuse your behavior with humor and then not change it because then people don't know how to behave. People don't know how to react. People don't know how to treat you. And then you're disappointed when it doesn't happen the way you want it to happen. And uh, I'm reminded of a time, you know, my daughter's got a, just a dream of a boyfriend. We, we adore him. And, um, people were questioning, oh my gosh, he opens the car door for her. And I'm like, yeah. And, you know, there's a whole movement of women. And please do not flood me with hate. But there's a whole movement of women. I can open my own door. In fact, there's a song out now. I can buy my own flowers. You can. Do it. Knock yourself out. But it's okay if he does too. Him opening the door for her does not mean he thinks she's not capable That's not what he's saying. What he's saying is she's worth it. You're worth it. And let me tell you, that one act totally changed my daughter's mindset about herself. And she's a smart cookie. Super, super smart. I mean, way smarter than her mother. She started to see herself as worth it. Started to see herself as valuable, started to see herself as, uh, important. And then she said one of the most profound things I've ever heard. And she just did it not even three, four days ago, your opinion of me. And she wasn't talking about me. She was talking about somebody else. Their opinion of me does not impact my opinion of me. And that never would have come out of her mouth a year ago. But because someone started treating her as they as though she were worth it, she now treats herself as though she is worth it. So if you are somebody who struggles with that and you use the humor, I can buy my own flowers, I can open my own door as justification for why you don't get the things you would like to have. And if you're not somebody who wants somebody to open the door for you, then fine. You don't have to want it just because I'm saying you're worth it. You don't have to want it just because she does. You have your own wants and your own needs, but you're worth it. And you can't get out of that by singing the song that you can do it for yourself. 
and then wonder why they aren't doing it for you because people are not, there's no degree in mixed messages. There's no degree in understanding the complete opposite of what you say. And that also applies to you. You don't even know what you like when you justify and belittle and devalue the things you do like. If you know something you like, let it happen because you're worth it. And you're worth the effort. You're worth the appreciation. Um, You know, calling it honesty dresses it down, but calling it worthy increases it. So when you look at an old car, for example, I mean, how many car enthusiasts would pay out the yin-yang for a 1969, you know, Chevy Nova right now? I mean, oodles of them, but it's a 1969 Chevy Nova with 287,000 miles on it and rust buckets and torn seats and, you know, it smells real old and all of the, you know, paneling feels kind of sticky and there's an eight track tape stuck in the cassette and there's kind of a smoky feeling and smell and there's a ashtray in there. All these things, by the way, are not in any vehicles manufactured today. Yet that car is worth more than a 2023 Toyota Corolla because someone valued it. Someone realized that there's a diamond in the rough of all of that. Well, you are a diamond in the rough, just as you are. You don't have to be perfect to be perfectly worth it. You don't have to be perfect, like the, you know, have all the alphabet soup after your name and have all your debt paid off and be the right size, whatever that is. I mean, even the American Medical Association doesn't really have a clear definition of what the right size is. But if all your worth is wrapped up in what somebody else thinks of you, well, then you need to surround yourself with different people who think better of you. But if your worth is wrapped up in what you think of you, suddenly you'll be gravitated towards the people who also think that of you. You know, that saying birds of a feather flock together where we're naturally distrustful of people who are different than us. And we naturally trust people who are the same as us. That doesn't mean you can't grow to like different birds appreciate different birds, have affection for different birds. It just means your initial reaction is one of distrust or trust based on the commonalities. But if your commonality is disparaging to you, well, then you haven't really done yourself any favors. But if you think the world of you, if you think you're worth it, if you think even though you have a few scratches and a few dents and you look more like that 69 Chevy Nova I described than the one that's been restored and brought back to life. If you look like that, but you still see the value in you 
and you surround yourself with people who also see the value in you, suddenly now there's no stopping you. There is no glass ceiling. There is no max. There is no top you can reach. There is no settling anymore. I mean, I don't know what the future holds, but I tell you one thing. After this boyfriend, if things don't work out, which by the way, I have no expectation that they won't, but she will never settle for less than again because now her standard is there. She's worth it. And now she's experienced life with someone who also thinks she's worth it. Well, I have my friend that I was talking about who also was in a life with people who didn't think she was worth the effort. And now she's got a life where she does surround herself with people who think she's worth the effort. And so now there's no stopping her. And there's, you know, no stopping anybody who thinks that of themselves. But when you're surrounded by people cheering you on, who want your mutual success, who want you to be all you can be, they're cheering you on from the sidelines. They're waving the the flashlight, come here, see me, see me. When they're saying, you can do this. I know this is hard, but you can do this. Those are the people that see your worth. Those are the people who know there's more to you than the humor you use as a defense to push people away. And those are people that you want to just hold tight to, squeeze, and remember that only with them, um, you know, will you attract more birds that think you're worth it. Uh, you know, I, I just, I hope through this discussion, you're hearing me loud and clear. You are worth the effort. You are that 69 Chevy Nova fully restored. I see it. Even if you do look like a little rust bucket right now, I see it in you. I believe in you. You need to believe in you and surround yourself with people who believe in you and you will get there. Make today so awesome that tomorrow gets jealous. Have a good one, everybody.